Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Reveille. What a delightful person do I have for you today because she is an actress, an art director, a artist in the music industry, I've got to tell you, and a professional photographer. In fact, I've got to tell you that some of the shoots that she have that she has done is absolutely going to blow your mind. I was really surprised to see some of the names on the resume list that she has and I'm not going to take that away from her. She is incredibly talented at what she does and puts her photography in an absolutely unbelievable class that sets her apart from the rest. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring the person on who you may be already knowing her for in her films for Tough Turf, Scream of the Bikini, Dream Rider. Welcome to the show, Lisa Nalen. Hi, how are you? How are you? I am really excited because you have done some incredible things in the Hollywood, Los Angeles area, and you and I have a lot of background, but I'm wondering how you got started with just in general in the scene oh wow well you know I, I got out of usc and i did theater and everything and i just i came out of the gate with my hair on fire like a wild stallion running into hollywood you know <laughs> i mean they were always they lived around the block so i wasn't really intimidated so i just started knocking on doors and talking to people and i wound up on my very first thing ever as an extra standing next to Meryl Streep who stole my wardrobe that day. And that's, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> she, um, okay, so I'm standing there and I, I was so excited to be there. I'm like, oh, my hero, you know? And I, I got there early and I was walking around and I was a trendy kid. And I see her all of a sudden coming out of her trailer. She was on the stairs and she looks down at me and I look at myself and I'm like oh my god she's wearing the same exact thing as I am and all of a sudden I get this tap on my shoulder and it's like wardrobe we have to change you now so they like put me in this big gray sweatshirt thing. <laughs> you know and then Meryl gotta wear my outfit so that's kind of how I got started you know and then I got a line here and I did some commercials there. And then the nineties, we were like, you know, in every beer commercial ever invented, you know, that, that decade. So it kind of started in front of the camera and then, um, you know, things evolve, you know, um, I wasn't getting the parts that I wanted to do. So I knew I had to start looking in different directions. Uh-huh. You know, I, I remember I saw um, Alicia Silverstone, and she was the sweetest girl ever. And she had this poster of her that said clueless under her face. And I was like, I don't want that to be what people think of me. What words do I want to be associated with? And so I started writing, and I wrote my music called Truth, because that's what I wanted to be, this honest uh -huh. person, you know? 
And so that's how like things started to evolve into different areas. I know I sound, you know, I have so many different things, the art directing and the music and the acting, but they all feel the same to me. No, but that's so, the creativity within you is expressed in a lot of different areas, which I think is really apropos. Oftentimes people will just tunnel it into one thing but it's a colorful palette when you're able to really let your creativity flow in a lot of different areas. It's not limiting. And that's what you've been able to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. People used to say to me, just pick one thing, Luce. And no. I was like, they're all the same. They're all like, you know, what I want to say. And then I had to write, I had to do an album cover for myself and a video. So I learned how to shoot. And then that turned into doing it for other people. And then I met Harry Langdon and I really learned how, what to do, you know? And I got I to gotta work on something with, with Steven Spielberg's DP. So I learned lighting, you know, from watching them. So I don't know. They all, they are all about expressing yourself and, and, and uh, communicating what I see. Because I see the best in humanity. I, I choose. I mean, I've had experiences that are not. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, that's what I want to represent, right? I don't want them to change me so much like a jaded party of one, you know, that I can't be what I want to be anymore because of them. I won't, you know, so I'm like hippie with a vengeance kind of thing. But yeah, you just keep evolving it, you know, and then refining it. Like photography is really great because I could show anybody themselves in their highest self. And that will have an impact on them forever. And that's what I love about photography the most of all. See, that's really neat because they say, they say and you know what is captured on the camera is what other people see. And oftentimes we don't see the beauty until it's shown to us. Yes. And sometimes it takes a long time in between that time for them. If you look back at a picture, you, oh my God, I'm 30. I'm so old. And then you're 50 and you're like, oh my God, I was a child at 30. And you look back on what you were and, and it's not as negative as you're thinking in your own head. Yes. Yes. I'm thinking that as you were saying that, because I can remember times I will have looked at a picture of myself back then and thought, oh my gosh, that's such a horrible picture. Yeah, you like yourself apart. Yes. And, and I look back at now and I'm like, that was such a really pretty picture. Yeah. You get a different perspective as you go. It always changes. And people see things. It's all, And this is the one thing I learned about from photography too, is that it's all light an angle, no matter what, like I can make a baby look old and grumpy. You know what I mean? It does. It's all about the light and the angle. And your okay. So perception and perspective is everything. And we can take that and apply that to the way we view life too. Exactly. And so this is really neat that we're taking the concept of lighting and angles and perception and we can apply this to so many different things but really bringing it back to your skills because 
ultimately, when it comes to being a professional photographer, uh -huh. yeah. you have taken on the red carpets, the Emmys, yeah. very yeah. famous names. Can you share a, a little bit about some of this stuff? Because th these are big, big deals, images that have been captured and presented globally. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, I learned a lot from my mentor, Harry Langdon. He, his dad worked with Charlie Chaplin in the silent films. He was a silent film star. So Harry got started really young, like with Anne Margaret. I think this was first as a kid and young girl, Anne Margaret. So I learned so much from him about not just about the numbers on the camera and the lighting and all that technique stuff, sure, but the person, like when, for instance, Barbara Eden, classic, iconic, I dream of Jeannie, you know, worked forever. We went to her house to shoot. And here she is, she, she's older now, and I don't know who her doctor is, but he's amazing because she is still gorgeous at 85 years old. Mm. And she was so, like, even after all of that, these, these very famous, beautiful women, they still have that insecurity that we were just talking about. You know, like, even her, oh, do I look okay with this? I'm like, you look amazing, and you are so accomplished. And they, it's really about that delicate balance of making people feel comfortable with themselves to be able to be free to express themselves in front of your camera. And that is kind of the most important lesson that I learned. I got to work with all of these like Ernest Borgnine and Jane Russell. That means I'm one degree away from Marilyn Monroe, you know? And all of these like people who have been around and they're so, they're, delicate in their personalities because they're so exposing their hearts all the time mm -hmm. that you have to be you have to bring an experience for them to be comfortable in front of the lens and that's been the most amazing thing because then they'll trust you you know to take the picture and here pose like this and let's do one with you jumping or you know or you being sassy and you know, it's really so much about energy exchange. Okay, you have a, a really good point there. And I want to bring up gender at this point simply because for women, we do need that sort of reassurance that we are conveying or projecting, we're vain, a good image. And I think sometimes, and this is hard without kind of feeling, Oh, that was weird. But for a woman to give another woman a compliment huh. and know wow. it's genuine, we gain such trust from them. We know that they're not trying to get a booty call or there's no way to say so to be a female photographer that's a professional photographer, you see the images that you specifically have created and are developing that relationship with your client, you really are allowing that person to truly allow, allow themselves to, yeah. to let go and show their 
their real personalities to come through on camera. Yes, you've got to give them the environment to do that in. Because, I, I, you know, when I, I've worked with other male photographers, you know, before assisting or whatever in the very beginning, or even just watching from afar or actually being in front of the camera and having experiences where there were predators and I was young and too young to know to set a boundary because you didn't want to be the problem girl, you know, on the set. But, you know, that's never really been my problem, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um, but it is, it's a, but even the men are really delicate like that too. You'd be surprised. Even the men, because they, everyone wants to put their best foot forward. And, and it's really hard to find camaraderie out there. Everyone's so picking at each other all the time. And yes. what's wrong with this picture? You know, we were taught in the highlights magazine, what's wrong with this picture or what is different, you know? Yes. And I've always been a girl of science and I kind of see the similarities. I am seeking similarities between us. I'm looking for what I like about you. You know, like that necklace you're wearing or how pretty your hair looks today. You know, I'm looking for that stuff. It's genuine. You know, I really find stuff I like about you. And I'm going to tell you because I want you to know I'm on your side. We're on this rock in space together. Let's have a good time instead of each other all the time. Yes. That is the most frustrating thing to find is that in this world that we live in, we can't play in the sandbox anymore because we're too busy nitpicking things that really don't matter. And now we can't have these really healthy relationships anymore. And it does frustrate me the same that it does you because I really love people and I love connecting with them and seeing how, how much we do have so many similarities. And if you just talk to somebody, there is more than what you think that you have in common with somebody. So always. yes, always, you yes. know, our species, we don't need to, you know, we don't need to round up pol- every polar bear in the world to find out what the diet of a polar bear is. They're all the same, you know, on some level. Yes, we're all variants. We're all di- different in our own little ways, but we're basically exactly the same stuff. We all go through the same human experience. And, but just at different times, you will love in your life and maybe, and I will grieve in my life and then you'll grieve in your life later. And maybe I'll love in my life later. We all have that same set of emotions in all of us. Isn't it amazing how this works? So I've got to ask you too. Okay. So going from, and, and we'll go to the music side of you in a minute, but from acting to being on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about the disparity there and what you like and mm-hmm. it's a little bit about this. What I like about it? Well, because, you know, when I was on the other side of the camera, it's always someone else's vision of, of what they are trying to do, you know? And then when you're someone trying to express themselves, Sometimes they don't necessarily match up. Like I really didn't want to be girl in shower number two, you know? Right, right. You know, I wanted to say something. And, and then I found that if I wanted to say what I wanted to say, no one else was writing it. I had to say it, you know, and that's why, and that's why I like the, the other side of the camera because 
I can have a vision or I can bring out in you what I see in you and bring out your best self and show you. It's instant, right? Video, I have to edit it. And, but I could show you in camera, look at this shot, look at your, see how your legs are pointing this way and look at you looking this way and it's immediate. I can show you what's going on or we can work on it and put you in a fantasy land or whatever, you know, we're trying to bring out of, of the person that, you know, the subject. Mm -hmm. And instead of, you know, it was kind of limited on the other side when I, I, I got out and I wanted to put it in somebody else's hands. Tell me what to do. Direct me. I wore black for the last 20 years, you know, because it's variable. But I could never find someone that was really seeing me, you know. So I decided to take it into my own hands and drive the boat. And I've been championing other women how I kind of wish someone had championed me, you know, when I was younger. See, but that, that goes, yeah. What well, I'm sorry, what, what was that? It's just that is so important to really champion on other women and other people. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be me, you know, yeah, I want to express and I, I want to be the star sometimes too, you know, which was, that was the problem with the theater company girls is I thought we could all work together. We were working as a team, much like boys doing baseball or sports. And I'm like, oh, we can do this as a team and I'll do your lighting when you're starring and then you star when I'm doing my, you know, I'll, you do my lighting when I'm starring and work together. But I couldn't find people that wanted to share, you know? And so I'm easy to share. I've got brothers I've had to share. There was no choice, you know? <laughs> right, I'm with you on that. Right? Totally with you on that. Tell me about your music. Did, you, did this start at a young age for you? Well, I've always been a dancer. Like that is the easiest thing. If you put on music, dancing just runs through my body. But um, the lyrics came I was writing poetry, it was in the 90s, and there was like this big movement of poetry going on, and it was great. And I was, you know, with musicians and stuff. And then I, I, saw, I saw this poster of this girl, Alicia Silverstone, and this lovely woman I had met before, she was a Swedish girl, and I saw she had clueless under her name, and I, under her face, and I was like, God, that is a terrible, you know, representation, she isn't clueless. <clears throat> and um, I thought, God, what would I want under my name? What do I want to represent? What words do I want to put out? And so I started writing and I started doing the poetry and then picked up my dad's old 12 string guitar and started strumming one by one on it and then found my voice. And, you know, it developed. I'm not scared to be bad at first. I know that there's a process. First, I'm going to make terrible sounds, and they'll get better. And then eventually, ah, you know, it'll come yes. together, right? It's a process. And I've always been like the, the party starter. Like, I'll get on the dance floor in the beginning, and everyone's, oh, look at you dancing by yourself. Yeah, but in an hour, you will all be dancing, and I'll be leaving you all dancing on the party floor, you know? I, I don't care. I'm fine with that being the, you know, person that has the balls to start it and maybe look silly or whatever at first. But 
eventually I know you'll catch up to the joy of life, right? Yes, that's a really good point. I mean, some of us do have to be the starters of things and then everybody kind of gets in, they realize how much fun there is to it. Yeah, you don't, you have to not care what you look like sometimes and you have to, it's all about that energy again, you know, the energy exchange. Yeah, it may look silly, but you know what? You're going to be copying my dance moves in like 10 minutes, you know? I, I love this. Okay, so you... So you're, you found your lyrics and you're doing the guitar and then what happens? Well, then I realized that I needed, you know, I would go, this is the day when you could go and just perform for someone in the office, right? Yes. But you need to leave something behind. That's when CD, look, I actually started all date myself with tapes, you yes. know, and you had to leave something behind or you had to send it to someone. So so I started to have to take pictures and I had to start to do videos. So I got a camera and I just said, I experimented fearlessly. Maybe I won't look good in my first ones, but I know I'll improve and I trust myself to keep evolving. And that's kind of what happened. And then I did it for other people and got good results. And I'm like, wow, look what I could do for other people as well. Yeah, I could do it for myself and that's great. And hopefully one day something will hit. But I can do, this is something I can add to humanity too. So it became, you know, this, the last, you know, however long it's been now of, of doing that for other people. I love it. You know, I love seeing someone who's not feeling good about themselves. And then in 20 minutes, I can say, see, look at what I see as you. And yes. change how they feel about themselves. Isn't it an amazing feeling? when you see that change in someone? Oh God, it's, it's like 10 years of a shrink in an hour. Yes, it is because you know from that moment forward, everything about the things in their life is no longer gonna be the same. They may have the same situations or, or, or issues that they're gonna to have to face, but there's going to be something different about it that's going to ultimately lead them in a direction that is unlike where they're at. Oh, I firmly believe that. I have seen the light bulb go off on somebody's head when they were not, I mean, beautiful girl, and they come in and they have one thing that they consider a flaw, their variation. And I'm like, no, you have to see it differently. And then you see, they will have that image of themselves in their brain forever. It's seared. Once they see their iconic self, it is seared. And now you know how you are, you can be perceived. And you just have to walk in that. And it gives them that confidence. Because isn't it really just confidence? We're all the same, you know. I have to put on mascara too, you know, and to look whatever I want. Or I don't have to. I'm just saying that. The, perceptions of the day you know we all, we all have our own self-critiquing right right and then depending on various things that happen in our lives yes. and it can be from unhealthy relationships or whatever some of that can be eroded and then some of those things that we were confident about can sort of be drummed down and all it takes is a really good either a support system or somebody that can point it out 
and allow it in our own eyes to see that back. And that's what you do. Yes. Reflect their best self. Yes. And it's really, it's not often we get this. And it's not often that not only do we get that image per se, but the image to come through not only visually, but auditorily from the person that delivered the image. That's interesting. I never even thought about it like that, but that's so true. I mean, cause I always, I tell two girl, the girls a couple of things when they come in and they're all, Oh my this and my that and my thigh and my head and whatever. And I'm like, you girls have been taught to pick themselves apart for the benefit of men in the fashion industry. Yes, this is true. However, the men in the fashion industry are usually gay and they are more attracted to teenage boys, but we're curvy. We're not teenage boys. So why are we trying to get ourselves to look like that instead of just what we are and being our best self of that? We really yes. need to focus on being self-accepting and knowing that every yes. part of the way that each of us are wired, the uniqueness is just like our fingerprints and our toe prints and our lip prints mm -hmm. and our rear end prints. Every part of our body is unique from somebody else. And so is our in, internal print. And we need to project that. Here's the thing that I tell many people that come across my path, they will say this about myself or that about myself. And I will tell them, please don't share with me what your flaws are. And they'll kind of say, what? Yeah. And I say, I don't want to look at you and see what you're seeing or zero in on something that I don't see as a flaw, but yeah. becomes a flaw because that's what you're directing me to see. Well, it's her, their perception of what that is. Yes, I don't want to know about that. It may not be what everybody sees it like. But then that's the other thing I tell people too. I'm like, you know, when they're all worried about aging and stuff like that. And I'm like, but when we're from zero to, let's say out of college or high school, 18, 20, the first 20 years of our lives is our parents telling us what we are, our teachers telling us what we are. And then the next 20 years are spent trying to figure out what we think we are out in the world. So that's, that's so from the, like the second half of life is really you just understanding yourself without somebody else telling you what you are. You're like, they may have seen it that way, but I understand why that happened or you know, and then your maturity just puts you in a place where I'm just, I, I accept my flaws. I know when, I, when I'm wrong, I admit it. I have accountability. I don't take things so personally anymore. Thank God in my 20s, everything was personal. Now I realize people are just really telling me about themselves. Yes. You know, when they're pointing out, you know, oh, you've gained weight. Yeah, I have. Hmm. They're yeah. uncomfortable if they gain weight. It's like I'm a woman. I go up and down every month. You know, it's that's true. Though. You know, I'm it's not sure. true. That's nature. I'm a nature girl. I totally go by biology, right? If it's in nature, that's just the way it is. Let's accept it. Big deal. 
why are we picking each other apart and putting plastic and, oh. you know? I want to kind of go down the direction that you talked about with aging because we do focus on this and our outward appearances. And so one of the things that I'm going to share with you, mm-hmm. and some people kind of have said to me, really? So yeah. So here it is. I, I will tell them how excited I am for my gray hairs to come in and some of the wrinkles to come in. And they're like, what? Yes. <laughs> because this is telling me how God is allowing me to age in life. I'm giving, being given a prolonged period of time. Yeah. Well, you got them old enough to have the wrinkles, right? Or yes, I'm and I'm going to get to see the entire life process that's been given to me actually change. And I get to see what eventually I'm going to, hopefully, in the in 90 years old, be that old little wrinkly woman. <laughs> and let's look at Jane Fonda, who looks amazing, <laughs> or Barbara. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, do think it, I don't know about all that. But it's exciting to think that we are given these things, and this is a natural part of the process, and embracing those. And I do understand how when you're out in being a public figure and always wanting to look the best and appearances, I understand that too, but you know, like the whole Botox thing, like I know uh, people could look at me and say, God, doesn't you know Botox exists? But I'm thinking, you know what? I want people to know when I'm pissed. I want that guy to know that I don't want him within 10 feet of me or that she shouldn't have said that to that kid. You know what I mean? Like my facial expressions are part of my communication. They are nonverbal and yeah, I will a hundred percent go with you. Right? Nonverbal yeah. communication is essential to communication. It yeah. is it is essential to communication. And like I said, I understand where people are at with appearances, but we also need to embrace exactly who we are and not have to put on anything. And I know because I'm a high maintenance makeup girl myself. And that's a a thing to accept anyway. Hey, those, those tools are are here and available. I went through a period of time when I didn't put on any makeup at all. And then, and that was fine. But sometimes a polished, nice look is available to us. So why not do that too? You know, it's it's about not limiting yourself and just accepting. It's true. You're in, you're going to change your mind a bunch of times. If you're a thinking person. Yes. Well, and I will tell you, I don't wear makeup every day. I am comfortable comfortable with that. I I don't have a problem going out in town and not having lipstick on or going out in town in a pair of sweats. I I will on It's actually yoga pants really now, but I love yoga pants. (laughs) <laughs> you know, well, yoga pants weren't really a thing in our era. I mean, no, they the dance, unless you were in dance and then you kind of, you had your leotard. Oh, tights and sweats, right? Or leg warmers. Yes. <laughs> I love yes. leg warmers. I so wish the invention, yeah, the invention of yoga, yoga pants has been great. So yeah. I don't mind doing that. Um, and whereas I know people who are like, oh no, I will not go out with every you know, without everything being whatever, but I have had friends who would not let me see them in their house without makeup on. And I'm like, there's nothing that you 
can look like that won't make me love you for just what you are. All right, I've got I've got a confession to make. So okay. one of the biggest things out there right now is that in when you are doing social media, you need to be sending out pictures of yourself. And this uh -huh. updated pictures of yourself regularly. And on one of the social platforms that I am on, I do have different pictures. And one of my top pictures that I get the most responses on is uh -huh. where I have the least amount of makeup. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? That is. People want to see you for you, right? They, yes. They want to see authentic. Well, politically, things are so inauthentic now that the trend is probably to just scrub your face and go out and sweat. Like, we need authentic out Okay, there. that's... Okay. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Like, oh, please, somebody be real, you know? Yeah, that it is true. But I think really being in touch with yourself and acknowledging who you are, if you like wearing it today, you're okay with it, not just being you is okay. It comes back down to character, doesn't it? Yeah. I know I'm a good person. I know that I have good intentions for anybody, even my enemies, people who I've realized have tried to hurt me. I, they're miserable. I know. I want them to be miserable. I want them to feel good about themselves so they won't have to hate me. They'll be happy. I feel the same way. And I, a lot of people will say, gosh, that person wronged you. And I'm like, well, they, you know what? I don't know what the issue was specifically going on at the time. I will always try to make things better. And um, right. you don't have to care what you look like because from the inside, that beauty is on the inside. That's what that cliche means. It, it is I know, no matter, I could have my mascara down to here and my hair up to here, but I know I'm a good person and I know I'm trying to help whoever's in front of me. So that's like the least of it you know, what I look like. So I want to come back around here, photography and the things that I would like my audience and those for them to share so that you pick up a good following in addition to what you already have as far as clientele and connections go. I love what you do. I love everything that you're about, the vision that you have, the vision that you project to everyone. And I'd like my audience to connect with you. I want those that are, are in their social circles to connect with you. How can they connect with you, get in touch with you, uh, all of it, and oh, it's you. That's so sweet. I know. I, I'm looking to reach out to new people, too. Um, I have a great website of my photography, which is lisanalen.com, L-Y-S-A-N-A-L-I-N.com. Of course, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter is all Lisa Nalen, all one word, lowercase. And um, my music is on iTunes and iHeartRadio and... Amazon and Google. I, I'm pretty much spread out there and I've been just using my full name and um, for kind of everything to mark myself with, you know, so I would love, love to hear your people and, you know, and maybe photograph them if they're in, in town or if they want to fly me to where they are. Yes. I would love to travel and go and meet people in other places and photograph them and their friends or their events or 
you know, I, the whole portraiture, get their branding out there for them wherever they are. I mean, there are a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of ways to reach out. I would love to meet who's out there. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. It was so great talking with you, really, a kindred spirit. Oh, I know. This has been so fantastic. I, I yeah, really excited about this. <laughs> and I want to thank all of you for tuning in. What an awesome conversation that we've had today. And I hope that all of the things that we have talked about today, that you really embrace those things and really think about your authentic self, the uniqueness in the person that you are, and just love you because we do. And I want you to definitely connect with Lisa, everything that she's doing. You've got to follow her because this is a woman that's going to reflect you for you. So lisanalin.com, L-Y-S-A-N-A-L-I-N.com. You can connect with her all over social media. And you can also get more information by contacting me if you need to connect with her for any reason as well. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you share this with your friends, family, colleagues, everybody you know on social media, and everyone you don't.